Our feature today also has to do with food and food security. It is the continuation of our interview from last week. We met up with a fantastic couple um, a few weeks ago and did a Zoom call with Herman Harris and Rendicia Fletcher. These are two individuals that are working on a very unique approach to what they call the urban forest. It is a sustainable, a food secure, and an affordable housing model that they are building. They've been doing it with their own funds. They've been doing it with their own time. And they are at that point where they're starting to make a larger impact and their project has been picked up with um, Local First Arizona's Scale-Up Program and other community partners. They're about to launch a Kiva fundraising opportunity. We'd actually hoped it would launch prior to uh, the airing of this show, but it will be coming out soon and we'll keep you up to date on that. Last week, and I really hope you go back and check this out, we spoke with Herman and Rendicia and we got their story, why they ended up in Tucson and what is driving them to create this urban forest concept. And I, I, their, their story is just absolutely, um, it, it's just very genuine and sincere and it comes from a place of, of pain and, and and excitement and they are really um, a couple that I'm excited to share their story about. So today we're going to focus on the second half of that interview. Uh, the very first segment of what you're about to hear is a repeat from last week just to give you a taste of what the project is about and then we're going to launch into some things that they're doing with funding and some long-term goals that they have. So I hope you enjoy this interview with Herman Harris and Randicia Fletcher. Uh, my name is Randicia Fletcher, and this is my husband, Herman Harris Jr. And we are the founders of the Urban Forest Project. And this project's goal is to reduce the heat island effect by 20 to 50% in urban areas by providing sustainable low-income housing by building green walls, green spaces, and edible food forests so that our clients that live on the property don't have to spend as much money on um, grocery bills. So everything is sustainable on the property. And then their their light bill and their, all their energy bills are uh, less expensive because of the way that we're building our properties with WaterSense, Energy Star, and so their energy bills are way low. Just that's keeping the cost of living lower for them. Uh, so, a lot of the things that we start are currently here at our, at our new home address, um, and then we'll take those. Um, and and if, if they begin to work, and and we can we can see it as a part of the um, the phase one and two project of the urban forest. We then take them from here and go over there and, and set up set them up over over at the uh, the urban forest address, and then we actually have two gentlemen that are currently there. Um, that the, a, a huge part of their culture is um, to cultivate from the ground and to grow things and to and to already be sustainable to a certain level. Um, and so we take it, we bring it over there, we plant it for them, and then they just kind of maintain it and take care of it. So we've already started. Um, on a low level, uh, uh, on a low level, the urban forest project. But what we have, you know, you'll you'll soon find out is very much bigger than, than small plants and outside cultivating of, of vegetables and things like that. 
We are in our interview with uh, Rendicia Fletcher and Herman Harris of the Urban Forest Project. We'll be back to the last segment of that interview in just a moment. I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. All right, we're going to finish up our interview with Rendicia and Herman all about the Urban Forest Project. There's an there's actual people over there. There's actual vegetation. We have dug, and our kids are a part of this too. So you know, we go over there. All the work that we've been doing on the house. Uh, you see my, my my little girl over there plastering with some uh, stucco. So everybody's has has a vested interest yeah, in this program. We've already put in a lot of work. That's for sure. <laughs> but there there's a ton more work. Yes, absolutely. Sure. But we're there. <laughs> I always get excited because I, I think of where you started and where you never thought you would be. And if you think of now as where you're starting, where don't you think you're going to be? And and how amazing uh, is on this journey as you just get plugged in to more and more people. This is just fina- just absolutely phenomenal. But you you talked about PopCycle helping out and, and doing some marketing or advertising for you. The, the, what the projects you're doing, these are not coming free. What? How are you raising money? Well, well <laughs> initially, uh, and this is something that I, that I, that I told my wife and, and we kind of agreed early on that um, we wanted it to make sure it, it remained ours. And, and so, we didn't want to take any investors. We were really heavy on no investments because we wanted to be able to, to make sure it was going to be what our vision was. Um, so we were really heavy on, you know, people can donate it and hopefully they're willing to do that and, you know, put some sweat equity into it. But literally on our income, um, you know, just, just from us working and all the income that we have, that's currently how we support it. Um, we are currently going through, um, as you mentioned earlier, the, the Kiva loan process um, and getting funding for that. Um, but on the back side of that, we're hoping to um, generate some donations to kind of help pay that off. So uh, we, don't, we don't have to, to bear the entire of, of that amount alone. But it's, it's really us just funding with you know all of our income that we have coming. Yeah, so like if I sell some artwork, it goes straight into the business account. And so the, the people that live over there right now are on limited income. So we are taking care of them. So we are paying the light bill, the gas bill, the water bill. We are paying um, the mortgage. One of the guys helps out a little bit. So we're paying for it. And literally as Herman goes to work, um, every paycheck he gives about two, two thirds of his paycheck to the business. And so the other, um, third comes here to the house to kind of sustain us here. And then whatever I bring in, that's how we sustain ourselves here, but we're still taking care of the people over there and taking care of the project needs as well. Well, when the, when the, the key- process was just a lot of, a lot of learning. Um, we had the people that taught us a lot of things about how to do flooring, how to put indoors, how to, you know, I mean, YouTube is always helpful for do it yourself projects. Um, but it, it, it's a lot of our, you know, our, us and our kids um, and volunteers and, and, and people just understanding what we want to do and, and being on board with our ideas and offering where they can. We've had a lot of assistance from a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. And so that's how we're getting it done is just, you know, whatever funding we can bring in, whatever donations we get, um, and just a lot of hard work and assistance from a lot of different people. Now, the, the Kiva, that'll be a more organized effort, and that should be launching here sometime in March. And we'll make sure we keep people up to date 
on those uh, launch dates because Kiva is that community investment vehicle where people really can become investors in your project and potentially uh, earn the benefits of being an investor. It's not just a donation. Uh, and that's really where some of the larger money, I think, is hoping to come from because the projects that you've got lined up are, are you're starting to talk about major projects that are going to require a lot of groundwork and foundational work to get them going. And that we can't ask Herman to work any more hours. <laughs> and Herman's been off work for a little bit because uh, a lot of people don't know and some people do. You know, Herman's um, about to start chemo soon, so he is a cancer patient. So oh my goodness. Care of him and he's been home for a little bit. And so that, that extra income hasn't been here. So we just do it. We've been doing it though. And we still take care of the people at the other house too. So doing the best that we can. You're, you're, the two of you are just absolutely amazing. And we've got to find just some more support. The, the concept of what you're doing has such large ramifications. I can think of some folks that um, we'll talk off air that, that may be interested in, or this, I don't know if you've contacted or Mike's got a lot of connections. You may already talk to them, but we've got to figure this out because what you're doing is really important work. And, and uh, once that model is there and we can just take that and know that if we have this size lot, wherever it is, we can create this urban forest. Um, that's going to be huge for, for Tucson and other places as well. Yeah, and, that, and that's what that's what one of the things um, that Mike was Mike was really passionate about is, and, and we're so grateful that that he believed in our project enough to say, "Hey, you know, your project sounds like a project where, you know, once it's done, we can just, you know, for lack of a better term, just kind of cut and paste it um, and, and cut it out and, and see exactly where you say, see where else it can fit." And so him really. Really getting us excited about, hey, like you guys can not only be the model for the for the city, um, but possibly for the state, and then possibly for other other states across the country. That that was one of those things that we that I talked about where I, I never imagined that it would get to that point. We were literally talking about one house and one address, um, and when we got hooked up with Mike, he's talking about you know stuff that might happen across the country, and so we just. I can you I can you not get excited and get passionate and, and want to do all you can to to make sure it works and so you know yeah you can't ask me to work anymore but you know if I can do something else you know we gonna go do it if I can do it with my own hands we gonna do it so I I, I I'm we're we're completely excited about it so um, um, yeah it was it, it's just Mike has been an intricate part of of this entire process you know, we would not we would not be where we are talking to you with, without. Without Mike uh, and, and his scale-up uh, program, and then of course the local first, we would not be sitting there. Well, we expanded our minds. Yeah. A lot of times we'll get, um, you know, we'll stay so narrow-minded, and it's important. You know, um, ballet dancers don't learn um, the art of ballet just staying in one room. They have to go and experience so many other performances and see other people dance in order to. Say yes, I want to improve my performance, and by us getting the education that we needed, helped us improve our uh, performance and broaden our horizon and make our dream bigger than what we ever imagined it to be. What what um, what didn't we talk about um, that that you do you think we should be conver conveying in this interview? There's there's a lot of different ways for for people to help. Um, and you know, not only is it just donating to um, 
the urban forest project. But um, as you as you see behind me, you know, my, my wife's an amazing artist. Um, and so we have a website that that promotes some of her art. And as she mentioned, all of the proceeds from the art go to um, our urban forest project. And of course, our business, which is Harris Fletcher um, Enterprises. And so um, she has she, of course, is on uh, Instagram and Facebook and, and a couple other different platforms. But um, so how do we find her? What are, what are those platforms Honey? for Instagram? We're under for we're under. Um, Urban Forest by HF and the on Instagram Living Two Portraits. Yeah, it's the L-I- number the number the number two. Yes, L I V N G two the number two portraits P O R T R A I T S. And your website? Uh, it's, uh, it's it's Harris Fletcher dot com. Uh, Harris Fletcher dot com. Yeah, almost. I created it. I almost forgot. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, and and then there, it, it also has you know a, a brief, as you probably saw, just a brief backdrop of our backgrounds and, and where we've come from and what we're doing, um, and that that's really about it. You know, we you know we we had a uh, just a goal of of us no longer not us, but our fam- our immediate family and generations after no longer being in poverty. Um, and it's branched out to um, not only just our family, but others in our community. And then hopefully, you know, in communities all across the country. So um, again, I would just encourage people to, you know, whatever's in you, whatever God put in you, whatever your purpose is, um, just go after that and, and you will very, very quickly see um, that all the right people will, will come to you. Um, there'll be people of like-mindedness and they will definitely push that thing to a place where you, you didn't imagine it, it would ever go. And so just, uh, we thank you um, for hosting us. Uh, we definitely um, appreciate all that, that um, this radio program uh, is going to do for us, man. We couldn't be, couldn't be any happier. Couldn't be any more thankful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randicia Herman, I, I don't know what got you from Los Angeles and Chester, Pennsylvania to Tucson, what forces happened, but you are in the right place at the right time, and we're fortunate that you are here. Absolutely. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you. Well, that concludes our series with Hermit Harris and Randicia Fletcher about the Urban Forest Project. I invite you to head over to our website page, lifealongthestreetcar.org, and listen to last week's episode. It was episode number 141 about their backstory and their motivation. It's really, truly an inspiring story. Well, my name is Tom Heath, and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and available for streaming on downtownradio.org.